Good day, listeners and viewers. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio program. Uh, glad that you've decided to join us today. I'm Jonathan, and I'm here with Stephen Cervantes. Yes, indeed. We are here. Yes, together here. You yes. And I. That's good. And glad to be here. Yeah, and I'm I'm just so grateful that we get to do this, you know. It's yes. exciting that we get to keep doing this and and listeners, we're grateful that you keep listening and and viewing. Um we want to hear from you. So, uh we so many of uh a lot of the ideas that we've even get for these programs um come from you. We especially love feedback, telling us what you're learning, the insights you're gaining. Um you can you can actually send us uh emails with those insights and thoughts at my point at puresexradio.com. Uh, or of course you can make comments on our uh, Facebook and Twitter uh, pages. Mm-hmm. So Stephen, we are made in the image of God. Good. Yes. And one of those aspects of being made in the image of God is that we are emotional beings um, God carries emotion. God is a is a feeling God, and so therefore He's made us with the ability to feel. Um, mm. But but every single one of us has felt the brokenness of what sin does to our emotional system, mm. even if it's not even if it's not necessarily you know uh, immorality attached to our emotions. There's just a sense of of brokenness there. There's a sense of stuntedness in all of us because we grew up with imperfect parents in an imperfect world with imperfect environments. That has profound impact on our emotional systems, right? That's right. So today we're going to try to talk about some skills maybe that would help us in being more whole in our emotional selves. Would that be fair to say? That's good. That's good. How to be whole and so you've you've put together twelve thoughts here, twelve there skills that we can yes. we can dive into. Appreciate that introduction, and uh, the whole idea of we're spiritual beings, we're physical beings, we're emotional beings, um, and and it's it's hard sometimes to understand ourselves. Uh, you go to church and you get a lot of spiritual education about God and life and goodness and grace and mercy and truth. Uh, you can go to a gym and get a coach or when you're in school, we're taking PE and health and and there's lots of stuff to read. But in terms of emotionally, where were you emotionally trained and what were your trainers like in terms of your mom and dad and what set you in motion uh, emotionally and how well equipped, how insightful are you? Um, and so when we see a breakdown, <clears throat> people do behavioral things, but there's usually an emotional reason, some beliefs that go with it, some fears, some doubts, some pain. And then we, then we develop addictions, right? We drink too much, we gamble too much, we sex too much, whatever. Well, and I think some of the difficulty, too, in just even trying to understand the emotional system is when you mention those other things, when you mention things like, you know, medicine or you mention things like athletics or whatever, yeah. there's such empirical, tangible markers for us to be able to look at there, right? In other words, let's take what you can do physically in an athletic realm. Well, I mean, my goodness, there's like... There's there's stopwatches that can measure yes. how far how fast have you run and how far have you gone. There's 
in the in the medical field in biology it's like okay i can dissect your liver or i can mm. dissect your brain we can and not to say that our emotions are disconnected from that physical reality in other words when you feel certain things do certain parts of your brain light up yes but you can't necessarily have such clear, it's, definable yeah. aspects to your emotions that you have in yeah. a lot of those other areas. Yes, that's that's great. And I was thinking about a seminar I went to, and, and they said, well, let's talk about emotions and, and how do we understand emotions. And, and the first guy that came up with the first six emotions studied people's faces. There it is. Happy, <laughs> happy face, sad face. Mad face, disgusted. There's like six emotions mm. because he found six different facial reactions. That are pretty common among all of those emotions. And he put yeah. a word to those faces and said, okay. So when you say study emotions, now now you can go online and look at emotion. And you can find like 200 emotional words with faces on them. So we've gone from six to 200 <laughs> words. And we're still trying to figure it out. And it's funny because they were talking about... What are emotions? And they said like uh, 30 experts got together and put 200 words together to try to explain what are emotions? What are emotions? And really, I've I've been playing with this, the whole idea of learning ourselves and learning emotions. And most people are good with happy and sad and mad and glad. And, you know, we we got a basic understanding of emotions. But... In my mind, if if we had to narrow it down to what is it about the emotional system that we need to learn best, it's the fear Mm. part of our emotional system, right? Because you don't need training to be happy (laughs) or to be glad or to, to, to experience joy and fun or laughter, in many ways, it kind of what we we often dub more towards the positive sides of emotions. You never mm. hear people take, talking about now. Let's talk about managing your happiness. Yeah, you know, or how how are you That's gonna right. how are you gonna manage your joy? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like no, no, you don't necessarily think of that. But but what is it like to manage your fear or to respond to your anger in healthy ways? A lot of times, the more negative emotions we do struggle because they can often spiral us into these unhealthy right. behaviors and so if you think about fear it's funny i looked up fear in the bible because some people say you should never have fear if you're a christian never have fear never have fear and so i just put fear in a, a bible search uh, well and most of it is fear of god mm-hmm, exactly but, i mean every other psalm is fear god fear god yeah. fear god and i just went through one psalm after another fear 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 it's everywhere you know and it's uh do not fear well why would they say do not fear well i guess a lot of i get fear, afraid or, yeah. Yeah, i guess we get we have fear you know so so i'm really trying to to break down the emotional system and to refine, what am I talking about? Every emotion and everything emotional? No, the fear part of our emotional system. What are our fears? And how do our fears sort of hijack our system? You know, because you could almost trace everything back to a fear. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm angry. Okay, let's peel back anger. What's anger? Anger is expressed disappointment. So I'm disappointed. So I'm going to raise the volume and tell you, I told you, you said you were, and why didn't you? I'm disappointed. Okay, well, let's back up disappointment. I wanted something, 
and I'm afraid I'm not going to get it. Mm-hmm. So there's the fear, right? Yeah, and I would I would actually say, and and I'm I'm not disagreeing with you in any way, but I almost feel like there's another component that gets added in here that we miss. Like if you go all the way back to the garden, okay, and when you think when you look at when sin, when this brokenness, when this rebellion against God entered into the human race, hmm. actually, the the very 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 first emotions were was like a twofold combination we see both fear because when god said where are you yeah well what do we do we hid right i was afraid we but you know what also is with that shame shame that's right so i think those are really close cousins and they kind of feed off each other so in other words when our fears get awakened or aroused Hmm. shame's right there or when our shame uh, you know, client rises, fear attaches there. So I think these things, yes. they're not so different from one another and maybe the effect that they have on us. Cause I think mm. both fear and shame, they cause us to hide. They cause us to lie. They cause us to do these kind of things. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, so somebody was telling me recently, I'm really stressed. Okay. Okay. Well, what are you stressed about? Well, I've got so much to do. Mm-hmm. And what if I don't get it all done? Okay, all right, so you might fail, right? Okay, well, what if you fail? What happens then, yeah. Yeah, I'll be rejected, right? And and I'm, fe- I'm fearful that I'll be rejected mm-hmm. or abandoned or neglected. I mean, if you think about it, isn't it fear that's running around inside of us that plays out and messes things up? Mm-hmm. Right, because you say, "Hey, you made a mistake." It's like, what jumps up first? My fear, mm-hmm. right? Or you say, "When are you going to do this?" <gasps> what I'm supposed to do? My fear jumps up, right? When right. you challenge me, fear jumps up. When you correct me, fear jumps up. When you don't like what I'm doing, fear jumps. Up. When you disagree, fear jumps up. So the whole idea is, if we could learn fear and our fears, man, we're working deep inside ourselves, and and the goal of of uh, life with the Father is peace and rest and joy, not fear, right? Because fear triggers failure and unworthiness and shame and inadequacy and unlove of all that other stuff. But when when our fear isn't acting up, we can go back to living in peace, joy, and rest. So are you saying then, like, as we are going to be looking at these essential skills the the setup here is that really the bedrock of what we're trying to deal with in terms of being emotionally whole has this fear thread yes that would be through it so even right. even if, if we're talking about something like dealing with uh, wounds or dealing with you know um, anger or what really underneath all of that in terms of emotionally maturing and being emotionally healthy is we're ultimately trying to answer this question of how am I going to handle my fear? How am I going to respond to my fear? Yeah, and what's my fear doing to me now? Why did my fear jump up? And what just triggered my fear, right? Mm -hmm. So when we say learn ourself, I'm sort of narrowing it down to learning your fear system. Learning your fear, yeah. Because fear has a system to it. And when your fear gets triggered, then... You know, and the boss corrects me, then I'm going to go drink because he talked to me bad or he pointed out mistakes. So, mm-hmm. by golly, I'm going to go medicate my fear, right? So, one, we don't like fear. We don't understand fear. Fear jumps up and then fear messes us up, 
Mm-hmm. So shouldn't we learn our fear? If we're going to do emotions, isn't there one key emotion that if you figured it out, you could change your system? And what I like about this, and because I really do believe this is this is true, and, and, and I believe then there's a reason, like when you were doing that search for fear in the Bible, that it comes up hundreds of times, you know, yes. is because that is so core to our broken mm. system. When 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 God is telling us over and over again, on the one hand, there is really only one fear that is healthy and good, and that is to have the appropriate fear of God. And every other form of fear, he says, don't have it. Don't fear. Right. Yeah. I think that 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 should alert us to the idea that maybe this is a core element to what it means to be human and we mm. need to deal with it. Well, even that fear of God, I've been playing with it in my mind. What does it mean? Fear God, fear God, fear God. You know, fear God is the beginning of knowledge. Fear God, fear God. And I think it, it in my mind, I mean, look, you got to talk to somebody else if you want to look at the Greek or, you know, but, but I, I think it means serve God uh, learn God, uh, know God, uh, be afraid of missing out on who God is, fear making the mistake of not engaging God. Mm-hmm. I think that sort of, as opposed to uh, be the kid who's going to get his hand slapped and, and, and you better not make a mistake because yeah. God is going to punish you and, and God hates your messes and you should fear the wrath of God. I think of it in terms of like when I think of what fear God means throughout the, the scriptures, it's the idea of having your life properly ordered before God. In other mm. words, why would I make all these other things so much more important in terms of how I'm going to fear or reverence them versus God? I mean, when God gave the law, number one, you shall have no other gods beside Mm. me. So the idea was he's top. Mm. Therefore, the fear of God is saying my whole life needs to be ordered with him at the top. Yeah, there can be no good. other. In, in other words, that's a proper reverence, a proper like humility, surrendering. Mm. And in in that sense, if you think about it, the other thing too is I think there is just a a right kind of, if I can put it this way, trembling before God. We're the creature; He's the Creator. Right. If we don't tremble before God, I don't think we actually have a proper understanding of who He is. Mm. <laughs> you know, if you yeah. look in the Bible, every single time that God revealed even a glimpse of His glory, guess what? People were face down and trembling because oh, it's yes, just overwhelming. Yes. yes. So, uh, in, anyway, I think, I think the other aspect of fear that we're talking about here is what we might call disordered fear. Okay. Does that make sense in relationship to what fear of God means? Ordered all fear. my other fears are a disordered fear. In other words, I am placing confidence and hope and 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 reverence uh. into things that should not have that kind of control over my life. Does that make sense? So that order. So in other words, fear. when when I say to you, "Hey, did you get that done?" and all of a sudden you have this fear thing that comes up, what you've basically done is you said, "You know what, Jonathan, what you think of me has been placed on a pedestal like what what whether I get that thing done for you, you have now been placed in a place where really I should only have that kind of fear of God. No, I think you're So I think there's an ordered an fear here. and a yeah. disordered fear where if I fear your disapproval, then I have put you in the wrong position in terms of 
But see, that's what happens to all of us. We're right? all we're all Everybody broken. Yeah, has got the fear of disapproval, of failing. Right, the fear of this is interesting. What you're saying, the only thing we should really fear is God. Yeah, when not... when uh, you know in the New Testament, it's put this way. You know, have no fear of man who can only kill your body. Yeah. We should have fear of God who can not only kill your body but send your soul to hell. Now that's a hard that's a hard word. Right. But it's like, oh, I need to get the proper order in terms of even how my emotional system is operating before God and before others. This is a really good insight. We may never we, get to the twelve skills. That's huh? all right, that's okay. <laughs> but the whole idea that that my putting you so high that I want your favor is out of is life out of order. That's a God position. Because God should be the one in which I'm going. But you know I, this is theory more than reality, right? What well, you're proposing here. No, what I think it is it's it is it's is it's uh truth that we don't often experience. Yeah, well, that's another way to say it. That's in other right, words, it's not it's, theory like it's not real. No, 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 no. It's theory like, but most it's kind of like can't do that or don't do that. Yeah, think about again the number of times that we're told in Scripture, "Don't be afraid." Like even when God would try to interact right. with people, "Don't be afraid." He understands. Listen, we have we're overwhelmed by fear in our system. Yeah. So I think even even that is an indication that it's like you are going to need help in this area. Right. You you can't do this on your own, and so therefore, you need a source that's greater than you to to deal with this. But but where most of us are trained for the approval of others, yeah, right. It's such a human thing, right? If I fit into my group and they like me, I belong. Mm-hmm. And if I'm different and they make fun of me and I don't belong, then I'm rejected. And so I play my fear plays to blend in and merge and be a part and and be liked. But then part of what you're saying is that could be disorder. Well, what I'm saying is I think that what the beauty of the gospel brings to us is that the reason that we can respond to that command to not be afraid is because what we need to properly be afraid of Christ has taken for us. In other words, I should tremble before God because he is judge of heaven and earth, and I have no merit before him to say I deserve to be in your presence or whatever. And so therefore, that's a proper, that's an ordered fear of like, I, I should fear that my soul is eternally damned. But the gospel comes in and says, what you properly deserve has been paid for by Christ, and therefore, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I've given you entrance. I've given you the belonging that your heart longs for in a way that another person could never actually give no, to you. That's true. Now, that's the way true. I think this connects then in the in in the quote unquote real world is that we as believers are to be the people of belonging. In other words, we're to be the ambassadors that say, "Hey, you know what? Do you feel?" totally overwhelmed by your fear? Do you feel like you're going to drown? Do you feel like your soul is... is, is... Right, right. but there's an under-program of where as children we needed yeah. people and there were damaged adults that hurt. And 
they're right in the emotional realm because what you're saying makes perfect spiritual sense but but i'm also a physical being and have emotions and so i'm trying to get my emotional system and my spiritual system to work in harmony and that's what i'm saying is like when i said earlier you know there's a, a truth that we don't haven't necessarily experienced that's the emotional disconnect that we have it's like when i say that our our penalty has been completely paid by christ i think there's something in our spirit yes that yes. leaps for joy right and then yes. our emotional system is sitting there scratching its head going now how does this manifest in right my, right that's not my, my daily life <laughs> i have not belonged anywhere in my whole life right they made fun of me at school my parents called me a freak my friends Call me a name I hate it. I've never belonged anywhere. And you're telling me the spiritual truth when my emotional system says the exact opposite. And that's why I think when I was saying earlier that that as Christians, we do bear this responsibility of being people of belonging. It is on us as we are healing and growing to create environments that create, that allow for more of that experiential reality where that disconnect is played. In other words, if somebody can sit in our presence and we go, you know what? You are totally loved. Like there's nothing you could tell me about what's happened to you or what you've done mm. that would cause me to go, hey, get out of here. I don't want to see you anymore. And and little by little, I think we create these pockets of like gospel belonging where then somebody goes, you mean it's actually possible that I don't have to live under this cloud of fear or protect my myself life. because you're going to reject me, and so I right. can't really engage you completely. And now, obviously, we're not the God, we're not the the hope, but I think because we are His, we can we can do a better job of creating those environments. I mean, think about think about your life, think about my life. What has been influential in helping us to have a better connection between the spiritual reality and our emotional fear system? Has it not been people along the way, Christians along the way, yeah. that have said, hey, you know what? I want to hear your story, and I don't care what it is. But, but that's I, like I, an emotional love system. Yeah, well, what, As opposed to an emotional fear system. But isn't that what combats the emotional fear system? That's the opposite, exactly. <laughs> emotional love, right? Uh, where, you, where I have a place to abide and where I'm forgiven, and if I'm stupid, it's okay because we're all stupid, and... Love covers a multitude of sins, right? Right. And so we're trying to create, even though we're spiritual beings, we're also trying to create an emotional system or emotional place where love rules and love wins, mm -hmm. which is the opposite of rejection and failure and all that. Right. So so that's the goal because if you if somebody introduced me to love and then I participate in that love and enjoy that love and grow that love, then that overrides my fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But most of us have been trained to live in with a fear system to protect ourselves. So we're controlling. So we're angry or we're anxious or we're defensive. Why? Why do we say put on a mask or live behind a wall? Mm -hmm. I mean, all this chaos that, that you say about emotional things, you know? Uh, play a role, uh, be a perfectionist. Uh, do anything you can think of emotionally that's goofy is an attempt to hide me from you. Yeah, and, and also one of the things that I hope comes out of just this idea of a love 
emotional system versus the fear emotional system is this was absolutely maybe one of the biggest sort of watershed aha moments for me in recovery mm-hmm. is I didn't realize that my fear system was not just about how I would protect myself, you know, cause I think that's a huge part of it. Right. I want to mm-hmm. like, like in the garden, I want to hide cause now I know I'm naked and oh my goodness. And I want to, I don't want anybody yeah. to know about this. I think also I didn't realize how much that fear system played into a false form of motivation towards righteousness and what I mean by this is to look good, well, to no, talk good. What I'll give you. An, I'll give you an example. False. I'll give you an example. Um, uh, I mean, I was an athlete, and virtually every coach that I ever had, other than one, they operate on a fear system of motivation. Like basically, it's a punitive system. Oh. So essentially, you like better, you better hit this mark, better, or there's yeah. going to be punishment, and there's going. And so it's kind of like I realize, you know what? Even our fear system. Is create is creating the systems of motivation for us to oh, do, how do well, or we'll reject you and you'll fail. We'll throw you off the team. And I never We're could gonna... understand. I never could understand when when I'd have Christians in my life that would say, you know, um, love is a far better motivator than fear. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't even know how to understand that because my whole life, fear is the system. Yeah. To, so, it's so here's really the thing. a good observation, even motivational. If I can tap your fear and stir you up so you're afraid you will so you'll overperform. Then man, I can get you to do whatever. I can control you. Right. And that's what I that's one of the things I learned in my recovery. Fear is about control. And here's what I learned about love. In between other people or individually? Totally. Either way. In other words, fear. like you said. If I know what your fear is, I can control you. That's right. And so, and if I certainly know what my fear is, it's controlling me. So, okay. So that's what I mean by fear about fear it. Fear controls. And, and even, even my own fears, I'm trying to grasp at things that I can have a sense of control about. But here's what made the difference for me. When I realized that fear was about control and then finally learned that perfect love casts out fear, yeah. that love is actually about freedom because fear is about punishment. Love is actually about saying, you know what? You belong. You are loved. But I would say fear is also about performance. Right, right. Right. So that's what I'm saying. For me, it was huge in being able to realize that when I recognize that I'm I'm loved, regardless of my fears, my sin, my, you know, my behaviors, all of that, then it's as if, you know, the chains started coming off. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I realize that when I— when I try to relate to God through my fear, I have this idea of saying that God is even using fear as a control mechanism in my life. Mm. In other words, oh, you better, and why don't you? That's how I improperly saw fear the Lord. In other words, it's like, okay, I better toe the line. I better keep the law. I better do these right, things. Right, right. I think that's what Because most God's going to punish he's me. He's going to judge me for failing. Instead of realizing that it's like God says, I love you with an everlasting love. There's nothing that you could ever do that would cause me to to not send my son to the cross to die for you. It's actually mm. because of my love for you that I'm going to cover all of those sins. And here's what I discovered. When I recognize that God loves me that way, mm. then my obedience to him can be born out of something other than fear. In other words, when he loves me that way, he says we love him because he first loved us. In other words, he brought his love system 
Yes, into up my against, fear system. That's right, against my fear system. That's right. And and for me, the lights went on when I realized I don't have. Now, now understand. Let me hear me out for just a second because it'll sound weird at first. I don't have to obey God. I get to obey God. In other words, well, and I don't have to perform. Now, technically, it's like, did God make the law? Did He make me? In, in other words, do I have to obey Him? Well, of course I do. But if I have that fear system driving me, I'm doing it based on whether or not I'm going to be think I'm going to be punished. Or, yeah, Instead yeah. of to, saying to try you know to what? earn love exactly, and so I can go get your love because I'm so good, I can get love from you. And to realize versus... that the love from him was a grace gift, mm. then I I don't know, it just freed my heart, and I started realizing, and that's when I think it, the the real deep work of of untangling that fear system started happening. Now, yeah, I still have a fear system. It's not like the fear system goes away. No, that's right. But in terms of being able to live without being controlled by it. Right, and the reason it doesn't go away is because it's so ingrained in every it's cell in our... <laughs> of this being, right? right? I was yelled at, I was discarded, I was thrown out of the group, I was not included, I was left at. My memory, every cell, every fiber of my being remembers that. And uh, the way to get rid of it is just forget your past. Yeah. Well, well, sorry. Too bad, you can't you, you do can't that. You can't do yeah. that, no, but you don't have to live and be driven by it. You're saying there's a whole other system that if you remind yourself, because we slip back into oh, performance yeah. and pleasing. And what's what I think is amazing about God's God's love system, if I could put it that way, yeah. is it's actually He's actually willing and patient enough to travel through our fear system with us yeah. to show us all those places where where you said, you know what, you thought as a little boy that if you didn't do that right, that you wouldn't be loved. Let me tell you, I actually love you. I yeah. love that little boy who's scared. I love that little boy who didn't do yes. it always right. Yes. And and then it's like you can realize, okay, that doesn't erase the fear system that was developed in that little boy. But wow, it sure brings healing. It brings, yes, it brings a right. new sense a of new purpose. And, it shifts the body. We can go back to rest. It can rise and fall. That little thing can be a little thing again. So there's our 12 skills for emotional. <laughs> there's only one skill is to figure out what wins, the love emotional system or your fear emotional system. So Isn't listeners, it? thank you for being gracious towards us <laughs> and, and listening to us as we're working. Don't you love how essentially we're kind of just working all of this out as we go? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's right. Uh, we, we appreciate you being on the journey with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Like, what are you learning in terms of your own fear system, and how is Amen. God and, and people that God's bringing into your life helping you navigate through healing in that fear system. So uh, please reach out to us and we look forward to seeing you back here again next time on the program. God bless you. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.